Welcome to the Stephanie Gerard Show. Stephanie is a psychic energy healer with a wide palette of healing tools and more. She brings transformation which serves your own personal highest and best needs. Today, she is here to share her wisdom and insights about current energy trends and what we can do to help ourselves through these ever-changing times. When calling in today, you can ask Stephanie one question and she'll give you her answer. For more information, please visit her website at whitelight.love. And now, your host, Stephanie Gerard. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, everybody. This is Stephanie. Who else would it be, right? <laughs> well, welcome to my maiden radio show, my maiden voyage radio show. This is so exciting today. So exciting. I've been blessed to be a guest on Rated G Radio for probably on and off the last three, four years. And in working with Garrett, he has been a lovely, fabulous host. We talked around this possibility and this idea of what would it be like if I had my own show. So here we are today. It's it's super exciting. Um, I'm going to cover quite a bit of information this morning. Um, And then we'll go into a little talk and we'll do a bit of meditation. And then we'll open up the phone lines for you. So, So the person that is behind the scenes here running the board is Garrett. And when you good call morning. in, good morning, Garrett. How are you? I'm great. Congratulations. How Welcome. Thank you. Gosh, well, you know, without you, this may not have happened. So thank you. This is so amazing. I'm excited. Yes. Um, and so to our callers, And people listening, if you want to call in and ask your one question, Garrett here is going to be the one to take your call. He'll probably take your name and your topic. What is your question about? So he'll be handling all of that this morning for you, which is, Garrett, what's the weather like there today? Well, I think it says partly cloudy with a high of about 62, which – you know, considering the rest of the country is much colder, I'll take it gladly, but I really prefer something in the low 70s. How about where you're at? <laughs> well, we are presently at what will be the daytime high of 19 degrees. Oh, and heat wave. where I live, oh, it is a heat wave. Yes, we're above zero. I'm excited. And where I live, as I always say, I'm, I'm very close to the base of the Chugach Mountains. And so it's 10 degrees colder here. So I'm at a whopping 9 degrees. And it's pitch dark. We'll have sunrise here in about three more hours. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's like talking in the middle of the night at 7.03 in the morning. So I'm an hour behind you. Oh. Well, I, yeah. I'm excited you're going to get sunlight in three hours. How long does it, how many hours of daylight do you get this time of year? You know, uh, once we pass the winter solstice, the days get longer. So at present, we're up to almost six full hours. We're shy of six full hours by about five minutes. And what's really fascinating is that, you know, starting in January, um, they say December, I say January. Uh, the days get significantly longer. And so, in other words, we're accruing anywhere from five to seven minutes of daylight a day. That's pretty fast. That's pretty fast. 
and then come June, come summertime, uh, we don't sit as high up as Fairbanks, but we'll have pretty much 21, 22 hours of daylight. So then it goes the other way. It's fascinating. All of this intrigues me. It's so cool to be living up here. Yeah. Well, I think that summertime would be a much uh, better time. I, I, I don't know how in the world you managed to get through that with all of that darkness, um, other than the fact that you're a shining light yourself. So there you go. Well, there we go. <laughs> so on that note, let's get started here. So, all right. So who am I? Well, listen. I'm just a crazy redhead up here in the Great White North. I'm Stephanie Gerard. I am an intuitive. I'm a medium. Many people just refer to someone like me as a light worker. Uh, my goal on this planet is to make a difference. And in making a difference, it's working with each person and helping them to evolve, to shine, to be the best person they can be to come into their own space and place of being right where they're at. It's very exciting. Uh, in my work, I connect with some will say higher power, some say God, some say creator. I refer to this as source. Um, my perception of this is, I guess, would be similar to higher power. There's a source of all things. There's the source of all life. We are a part of everything and everything is us. So I connect with source energy and I facilitate healing for people, for their highest and best. I just simply go to where I am called with each person. Some people are in need of healing only. Some people would like to have a reading to see what does the future look like. Some people... You know, they would like to talk with their loved ones. This is where being the medium comes in. In other words, I'm also a, like a radio, you know, we turn the channel to the proper station and connect with the individual that would like to come through. And sometimes those individuals are screaming on the other side to be able to come through for whichever said person this is. So in other words, in the great big picture here, I'm here to bring healing to the planet. I'm also here to help restore balance to the world. Um, Again, connecting with people with where they're at, connecting with the divine through source. I love connecting with a person and just simply assessing where their needs are at. You know, um, in my client base, in my practice, everyone is different. Gratefully so, thankfully so. We're all different. We all have different needs. No one person can be treated exactly the same. You know, it's remarkable to be able to facilitate the healing. There's a number of ways that this healing is facilitated. Um, the First of all, I really see, feel, and believe that people have this ability within them. It's a matter of figuring out and deciding, do they want to turn on that light switch? Do they want to wake up to the fact and realize that we really all have that central GPS within us? I call it the innate. We have our own innate abilities. We have our own innate gifts. You'll hear a lot of us, you know, suggest to people, listen to your intuition, listen to your gut. 
listen to that one particular gut feeling, you know, with anything, whether it's your new job or whether it's do we take a left or a right at the stop sign sometimes? Are we paying attention? The way I do it is, um, you know, I have, I was born with several beautiful, wonderful gifts. And these continue to unfold for me. And, again, I see this with everybody as well. I'm not the only person this happens with. And I like to say that because I wish to emphasize the fact that I'm still a human here on this planet. I still wake up in the morning. I still have the same kind of days, similar days. I'm not special. However, I am a radio for bringing through all these different gifts. It's pretty amazing. So along the way, I've chosen to, you know, learn several different modalities. One of the first modalities I picked up and studied, which is brought into what I do at present, is called prana healing. And prana connects with that beautiful healing that we have inside of our energy centers, also known as the chakras. With the prana healing It's a matter of going into each chakra and just cleansing it and clearing it and releasing what is not serving the person and then bringing in the energy that will support them more, which what is that? It's the energy of love. You know, love is the strongest energy on this planet. You guys will hear me say this a thousand times and more. It truly is the strongest energy. So many people are not in tune with love or don't know how to accept love. They don't know how to allow the love to come in. And so in the matter of when a person comes to me for healing, this is one of the first places we go, is to cleanse and clear out these chakras, uh, get the body rebalanced. I also work with the brain quite a bit. Uh, In my journey of life, I have had very close, to me that have suffered through things such as dementia, Alzheimer's, also certain diseases and illnesses can alter and change how a person thinks. Even something as simple as, let's say, having candida or parasites, that really does affect the thinking in the brain. So with the prana healing, it's a matter of going into all of these places, cleansing and clearing, which then shifts the energy of the person it shifts the frequency it's you know in the cleansing and clearing we now have a stronger frequency uh prana healing also involves removing cords and what are cords cords are just more or less energy attacks in a sense you know if someone is thinking about us and those thoughts are not necessarily savory um It's something, it's an energy that will come into our personal space and it can affect our frequency. Once that frequency is removed, then we can return to center again. Uh, One thing pranic healing taught me is the power of remote healing. Many people ask, well, you're on the phone. How is this going to work? You know, can't we be on Zoom? Can't we be on a camera? Can I meet you at the coffee shop? It's not necessary. This is the power of working with people's frequencies is by connecting with source, going through source to help shift those energies around. You know, all of us 
our energy. We're a specific type of frequency. So it's a beautiful thing. So prana healing is the cleansing of the chakras. I learned another modality back in 2000, Y2K. Does everyone remember Y2K? Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh, the world was going to shut down and we were going to run out of food and water and all these horribly dramatic things. And at the stroke of midnight, it was simply another day. Uh, My Y2K involved um, losing a job, losing a relationship. Everything seemed to go out the window and I was left with who? Myself. I got to sit with myself. And, folks, this isn't an easy thing to do. It's not. It's, uh, it can be very uncomfortable, especially when we're used to running and going and doing. And, you know, we're just all over the board. Well, this was a year where it sat me down, and here was Source saying, okay, you and me, kid, what are we going to do here? Well, I received an invite to go to a class. And I thought, well, I don't know if I want to go. And I'd never heard of the word pendulum before. I had never heard of this spiritual response therapy. This is an amazing, amazing tool. Um, It's working with the pendulum and chart, of course, connecting with source, connecting with the person's soul, you know, to clear out patterns. All of us have our patterns. You know, we do the same thing, expect different results, and then we get upset. Then we might change our scenery. We might change our geography. We might change our relationships. And then we start over again with our same pattern, and we still do the same thing, expecting different results. Well, what the SRT does, uh, acronym for Spiritual Response Therapy, it is it allows access to go in and connect, first and foremost, connecting with source. Secondly, connecting with the soul of the person that I'm working with. And then we can go through and identify what exactly with this person, what's going on with this pattern or this belief or this situation. We get to the root cause of it that can involve looking at past lives, that can involve looking at parallel lives. This can involve also looking at future lives. It's very Harry Potter. And, you know, with the planet, with the energy of everybody, I just, I let people know quite frequently we really do live in a Harry Potter world. We're operating within all of these very different frequencies. Some are really wonderful. Some bring challenges. Some are simply neutral. Anyway, back to the SRT, what this does is we're able to go in, we're able to look at a pattern, identify everything going on, you know, the negative beliefs along with is there something positive that this person is missing? You know, does this person need hope? Does this person excuse me, need love? What does this person need? We clear the blocks, bring this person back to center, bringing in other modalities for checks and balances to make sure that everything that can be done, that can possibly be done to help bring this person back to their definition of their normal frequency is good. And from that space and time moving forward, what we now have is an individual who is now able to walk in their truth to the best of their abilities for their highest and best. It's an amazing tool. The third modality that I like to work with, and this is, this is a powerful one, it's called Theta Healing, ATA. 
Theta healing is amazing. So Theta healing connects with the individual, but through the Theta healing brainwaves. We're conscious, we're aware, we're having our thoughts, we're in our space. And the beauty of Theta healing is no tools are necessary. The work is done through source. The work is done to be able to help shift beliefs that the person may be running. You see, we as humans, we excel at getting in our own way all the time. We do. And with the process of theta healing, it's going in and shifting the beliefs and the beliefs in the beliefs of blank. For example, someone recently was talking about a personal, you know, something happened in their world and the person had wanted something positive to happen. And in doing so, what the person was really asking, they were asking about, was actually a perception and a reflection of how they felt about themselves. It was a matter of projecting insecurity and also a reflection of the low self-esteem. So again, in our humanness, I think this is common across the board. Probably 98% of us do this, where we see a perceived situation or problem, but yet it's rooted within us. We're really talking about ourselves. And so with theta healing, what is done is going in and kind of shaking out that belief, pulling it by the root, and then reestablishing a new belief. And in theta healing, what happens is that when a belief is Excuse me, when a belief is cleared, when something is pulled, the energy of love is always put into place. And so in my work with all three of these modalities and their use and rearranged, it's kind of like playing cards with three different decks in a sense. All of these modalities are incorporated into my work. So with everything that is cleared, with everything that has to be shifted in order to bring the person's energies back into a positive alignment, back to a place where they can live a life serving their highest and best. The energy of love is used. That was the gift for humanity on this planet. If there was one thing that the divine did for all of us was to bring this energy and it begins within ourselves. You know, one example of incorporating all of these gifts and in helping a person and shifting beliefs. This was about three, four years ago. I was working at a psychic fair. Um, I went through probably about a year and a half of working various fairs. It taught me so many things and it brought me many varied experiences. Most importantly, it was the wonderful experience of just connecting with people and all the different stories And so this woman came, and I share this story with permission from her, by the way. So a woman came to my table, and in fact, she consulted with the lady at the front door. She described her story, here's my problem, blah, blah, blah. And so the leader of that particular fair brought her straight over to my table. (laughs) And and she, she looked at me, and she said, this woman needs a session with you now. And I'm like, okay rather intense. So this lady sits down and the person I have in front of me, she had been a pilot 
a helicopter pilot in the Iraq war. Here she was from, what, 10, 12 years ago. And she and her husband had been trying to get pregnant. And they had, they had tried for over six years. They had gone as far as doing IVF. They tried all kinds of things, and they simply could not get pregnant. just wasn't happening. So she told me this story, and she said, look, I am military. I grew up as a military brat. I don't believe in any of this, but I'm desperate. Can something be done? And I said, well, absolutely, yes. And she asked, well, what can be done? And I said, well, let's take a visit. Let's, let's take a peek. And so I began my process, and of course, using the pendulum and chart, starting with the SRT. And the long and short of it was, in past lives, and this is typical, this is classic, in past lives, she and her husband had killed each other a multitude of times, you know, for who knows what reason, right? I always share with people, it's always this story of who stole the cookies from the cookie jar, you know. Who stole the cookies for how many, how many pounds, how much money? And so what we did was we simply went through and we did this past life cleanup. We had her husband educated on a soul level that he was safe now because, because the perception, the bottom line conclusion was the pregnancy wasn't happening because there was this deep-rooted fear that they were still going to kill each other again in this lifetime. So we went through this process, and it took about 30 minutes of research. And by the way, that's what I do well at regardless is I'm a researcher and a scientist in a spiritual way. I'm always digging for more, digging for more, digging for more. So, so the long and short of it was we arrived at the conclusion here. I said, this is the story. And we finished up the reading, put down some cards. The cards supported them having not just one baby, but two. And she was in disbelief. She was scratching her head like, yeah, okay, uh-huh, sure. And uh, she said, well, what do I do now? I said, well, that's up to you. You go home and do your homework. That's what you do now. And so two months later, she comes back to the same chair, same location. She's got her husband in tow, and I thought, oh, they're pregnant. And so she sat down, and she, her cheeks were shining and great big smile. And she said, guess what? And I said, how far along? Seven and a half weeks. So after that one session with me at the fair, and it's not me, because remember, I'm a facilitator for healing. I'm a conduit. It's not me personally. This is the source energy working through me. Point being, after one session, Everything got cleared, and they were able to get pregnant right away, naturally, on their own. So, of course, the question was, you know, what will the sex of the baby be? How many kids? And, you know, we went from there. I said, that, you know, the first one is a boy, and the second one is a girl. And I said, it's the second one that you've got to keep an eye on because she's your wild child. <laughs> it's not the boy, it's the girl. And so she, she said, well, I'll never have a girl. I can't have a girl. I said, why? And she says, because I only know boys. I said, she will teach you how to be a girl. And so now here they are. Some years later, now they have a five-year-old and a soon-to-be three-year-old, a boy and a girl. It's pretty exciting, very exciting. I love sharing that. 
So along the way, um, along the way of becoming who I am today, you know, this is growth. This is evolution. I've had some fabulous, fabulous mentors. Um, Three of my mentors are world-renowned, or they were. They've all since transitioned. Uh, The first person I mentored with, um, physical phenomena medium, Reverend David LeBaron, he had been in practice for over 50 years, and I had the privilege and honor to learn under him for probably three and a half years, which was fantastic. That was my first exposure to that particular, we'll call it a medium, because technically speaking, all of our modalities are mediums. They're different variations of mediums in order to help people. Um, the next the next mentor I had was Reverend John Lillick, and he was in practice for over 40 years, and he was so helpful to me. There was a time where I made a change and moved from California back to Washington State, which was my home state, and he spent a couple of months working with me to help me through um, some things that, you know, some experiences I had encountered along the way. And he also helped to plant more seeds of my own growth. And he was just fantastic. And all the way up until he transitioned, he always reached out to make sure I was okay. And he left behind the gift of his wife, who then worked with me afterwards. And then finally, my SRT teacher, Robert Detzler, who is also a reverend, he helped facilitate healing on this planet for over 40 years as well. So I have been blessed to have been mentored by these three fantastic folks, uh, learned so much from all three of them. Um, they were also very grounded, very astute, very firm. There wasn't a lot of room for <laughs> monkeying around or laughing, anything like that, but it was great. And so one thing I like to share with people as well, I really truly believe in full transparency with what it is that I do. And part of this transparency includes sharing with you the fact that this journey for me is the same as for everybody. I am always learning and evolving. You know, I'm not perfect either. And, you know, life has taught me lessons. The very things that I help people with today, I have been in that other pair of shoes as well. You know, we all have these experiences where we either we're the ones that have elicited trauma or we've been the recipient of trauma. That's one of many things. And so in my own learning and evolving, I'm very open about this. I have my team of people. I have my handful of folks that I go to for my own energy tune-ups. You know, whether it's my Harry Potter person or whether it's my fabulous remote healer who goes in there and just gets the job done, whatever the case might be, I'm here to let you know that I am like you. I need my regular tune-ups. You know, it's kind of like we're all cars. We're all motor vehicles. You know, we still need to take care of ourselves. We've still got to get that oil changed. We've got to, you know, change the transmission fluid. In my case, winterize the vehicle, make sure everything's going to be okay. The same thing goes for myself in my practice of facilitating the healing, of doing the readings, of being the radio, of being the medium. And it's so lovely to be able to share that 
because I'm here to tell you I don't do this by myself, you see, meaning connecting with the divine, connecting with source, being with my team of support. So out in this world, who am I helping exactly? What is going on here? One of the things that I do, going back to the learning and the evolution, at present, I am currently working on getting my certificate for being a psychology counselor. And this is very exciting. And recently I have picked up another course and intermingling the two. This course is focused on untraumatizing the brain. So when we experience trauma of any kind, whether it's simply words from someone or a physical encounter, whatever the case might be, it leaves behind what we call an energy signature, which is in the brain, which then travels through the central nervous system and then affects various parts of the physical body or the mental body, emotional, spiritual bodies. So in taking these courses, I'm actively learning, you know, still. I like to stay on top of that. That's just who I am. The goal here is to, after these courses are completed, as well as during the journey of learning, merging the energy healing with this. Because I'm always asking myself, in order to help humanity, what else is possible? What else is possible? And so right now, as we're going through all these changes with the, what people call the ascension, it's nice to be able to not only have the energy healing, but to go through and gain tools from what I call the muggle world. You know, we may be a spiritual person or an energy healer. It doesn't mean that we're off in our own bubble and we're just waiting for everybody to catch up. I am out in the world. I work with real people. I want to know more about what else is possible so that the modality of healing can be merged with this, understanding the brain especially. It's very important to me to cover healing of the brain. In my life experience, um, our mother had contracted multiple sclerosis at a very young age, which then transferred into Alzheimer's. And she passed at a very young age of only age 70. And the journey of the Alzheimer's was really interesting. And just in observing the brain and everything that happened, it always brought me back to, so what would be possible here to help others? Now, the journey of Alzheimer's itself, is a journey of the person is walking in two worlds. They're walking in this world and the spiritual world. So bringing it back to the brain, this is a personal passion on what leads me to focus more and more in on the brain. That's so important to me. So in, in working on the brain, Learning about the counseling, the psychology and counseling is something I've naturally done pretty much all of my life, but bringing it into a more concentrated place where now we can bring in the energy work. This is now creating um, workshops. So probably somewhere between spring and summer of this year, there will be classes launched, not just for healing, but to bring all of these factors in to help teach people 
about themselves to teach them a more in-depth description of what's going on with them and to bring in the healing to help really thoroughly purge whatever these patterns are to bring in the new patterns. So that's going to be happening. A book is being written at present. And then finally, this one is very exciting. I have a connection with a woman in the local deaf community and we are collaborating at present to to make these classes, to create classes for the deaf community. And I bring this up because this is a grouping of people that is often overlooked. And I don't know that they have the resources and tools that those of us who are hearing, that those of us, you know, who are able to hear and listen and interact in the way that we're familiar. So those classes are beginning to be formulated right now. And I'm looking at a launch platform again somewhere between April and June to address the deaf community, to bring the knowledge and wisdom. Many There's many who are hungry for this information. So it's going to be fantastic to bring these teachings into that specific community. Um, so I see that we're kind of, let me see here. I just want to keep track on time here. Garrett, I'm familiar that we've got some callers in the queue. Is that right? We've got a bunch of people that are in the queue, including people we've not pre-screened yet. So uh, whenever you're ready, okay. we can jump in. Okay, so I'm going to do one last thing here. Um, I have a wonderful Tibetan singing bowl that was gifted to me. It is in the key of A. And so right now we're going to, so you've heard all of the formalities of who I am, what I do, how we're going to do it. So what I would like to do is I'm going to gong the singing bowl just three times. This will help to clear the energies of everything that has been said. This is also intended to bring healing to those that we don't reach via the phone line. And also, once again, this is for the greater good of the whole. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Here we go. Okay, I hope everyone's feeling fabulous. That was a nice way to clear up that energy space. And Garrett, if we're ready, let's go ahead and take some calls. I feel so refreshed now. Okay, here we go. Our first caller is going to be Kathy, and Kathy's calling about relationships. Kathy, welcome to the show. Go ahead, please. Hi. Um, Hi, Kathy. I'm How Kathy. are you again? Yes. Um, calling about... Um, my relationship, um, their name is Tony. Um, can you see what's going on? It's a little weird the last couple of days. Yeah, I. so first of all, when I'm connecting with you, the pictures are already flowing in, and so it's like, okay, this is rapid fire. Um, yes. I am seeing the 
it's been a bumpy ride here, especially the last couple of weeks. And so just to quickly share here, the recent full moon was in the sign of cancer. Cancer is a water sign. Cancer is super, super intense. And what it does is it goes to the root of our emotions and brings it up whether we want it to or not. <laughs> it just does. And this is the purpose of full moons because it's about releasing. So in the matter of you and Tony, it feels like I can see this, the recent separations, meaning the ebb and the flow of the connection. Um, this is going to take a little bit to shake out. You You two will begin to find your balance. It looks like in this next month or so. It's going to take getting into the month of February before you two feel like you're going to have a sense of what is this, what do we really want to do, and then moving forward in that space. So as we get closer to February, even if it is one day at a time, you're going to have a stronger sense here. Part of it with you is that you're just, it's a little bit scary to anticipate or think about you know, what if this doesn't work? And on the other hand, it's exciting and scary to think about, and what if it does work? So it's going to be a matter of both of you, what do I want to say, allowing each other to be yourself, and also for both of you to come back in within yourself and focusing on that energy of love. It feels like Tony is distracted with the outside world. There's something with his career going on. And with you, there's a, you know, you're operating within your own family belief system in terms of dynamics of what it is that you want and trying to translate that over. Anyway, there's going to be a bit of a breakdown in communication between the two of you. And what I mean by that is you two will just start dropping the masks and the veils, and it's going to be a process of you two getting more real with one another in a way that you haven't before. And that's what part of this journey has been. So there's opportunities for you to still just know that as we move into February, it's still going to be a bit of a bumpy ride, but you'll, you, you two will find your centers and then figure out what do we really want to do here. Does that make sense? Um, I, a little confused on I, January is going to be bumpy. I think you kind of me paraphrasing it but will we be talking or it's just going to be silent are we going to be talking with bumpiness or just not talking or seeing each other or um there will there still will be communication and yes you will see each other it it won't be the same frequency but in the journey of connecting face-to-face and communicating, whether on the phone or texting, you two are going to be able to um, undo the knots. You two will be able to address these blockages that have been perceived between the two of you regarding your connection. So it's going to feel, you know, some conversations will feel fulfilling. Other conversations will leave you hanging but in the end result of keeping the communication back and forth. Yes, and so this will continue through the month of January. Um, It will grow to be easier as we move through January, if that makes sense. And then by next month, it will be a stronger perception of, okay, now we're at this place, this is what it is, 
and then you guys will decide what you want to do as far as being a couple goes. So does he yeah. want to be a couple? Pardon me? Does he want to be a couple? He does. And this is part of his conflict right now is because he really does want this with you. And his conflict is he hasn't been in this space before in his life of having these particular feelings, if that makes sense. So he's doing his own internal, quote unquote, checks and balances. And um, he's figuring out what he wants to do within. And so in a sense, in a nice way, you scare him because he's feeling vulnerable in a way that he hasn't before. And it doesn't mean that it's negative. It means it's positive, you see. So it's a new experience in this connection with you and, and the thing with you too. So it will be interesting to see what happens. It really okay. will, because that last part that you said was totally 100% correct. <laughs> Literally. Oh. Oh, 100% okay. correct. Um, <laughs> yes, I can't wait to hear the replay. I'm still, I have no patience, and it's just, I'm just so tired of the back and forth. Um, it's, I don't even know if I can make it through January, but I'll do my best. It's, I don't do back and forth. I'm a Leo and I'm kind of straight. <laughs> like, oh, okay. There's no, there's no <laughs> black and white with me, and it's so hard. And he's touchy He's a Pisces, so when you said moon, water sign, that's probably why some of his weirdness has been because he's been very off. Um, so I guess I'll have to hang on. Um, do you see when I'll hear from him again? Within the next seven days, and by the way, Pisces is a water sign, and it's the two fish, but they're fighting within, within themselves. It's, it's a constant battle, in a sense. It's not, always, it's not always a battle, but they're in conflict within themselves regularly, you see. Checks and balances, checks and balances. So, and then you have a fire sign and a water sign. So, fire and water make steam. Uh, water also puts out the fire. So, it's different angles of approach. But yes, yeah, so come Feb- by, by the 1st of February, you'll have a clear understanding of how you wish to proceed forward. So this is good. This is good. Okay. Okay. Um, thank you. All right. Thank, thank you, you, Kathy. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. And our next caller is going to be coming from Michael. And Michael is calling about money today. Stephanie, go ahead, please. Good morning. Hello, Michael. Good morning. Good. Yeah, just uh, looking at money uh, coming into you know the the first quarter, sec- second quarter of 2021, um, and just kind of see what your feel is about that. Sure. So first and foremost, um, our sacral chakra, the second chakra, which is the reproductive area. Um, This is the energy center for hopes, dreams, wishes, money. So when we look at that and we look at the energy of your sacral chakra, what we have going on is a little bit of static here. Um, So in clearing that static for you, understand that this will also help clear things up. Um, 
it looks like money has been a challenge for you. I can see that. Uh, the first quarter of 2021 is going to feel a little bit dry. It feels like you're just going to be able to barely make ends meet. You know, it's like the bills will be paid, but you're, you feel like you're rubbing nickels together. Uh, but the second quarter does begin to open up because, you know, in terms of everything going on in the world, I have been feeling that somewhere between April and June, things will begin to lighten up. And regarding the matter of your business, it will it will be reflected in there. It won't be a significant increase, but you will see an increase of money, which is exciting. So, in it again, it's not that it's a huge surplus, but you are on a gentle upswing. In other words, slow and steady wins the race, which is good. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, I started a new job uh, with Large.com, so uh, you know uh, next week. So yeah, I mean, there's some wrapping up period and so forth and, you know, up and running and uh, making things happen probably by the second quarter. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Beautiful. Wonderful. Okay, congratulations, too. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, what? thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for calling. Have a great day. And our next caller is going to be coming from Kimberly, and Kimberly today is calling about romance. Go ahead, Kimberly. Yes. Uh, Hi, Kimberly. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you? I'm well. I just wanted to, um, I guess, maybe check into uh, romance for 2021. Sure. Okay. Let's see, Kimberly. Um, you know, again, when I'm quiet, it's just that the pictures are coming in. So it's not, it's not that I'm not responding here. Um Romance in 2021, it looks like it's going to be a little bit up and down. Um, There's some work for you to do within yourself. And I I will say this for everybody um, in regards to loving yourself first, accepting yourself, enjoying yourself to, you know, your fullest ability. Um, With romance in 2021, it starts the first half of the year feels like it will be spotty. You know, um, there is a person of interest, um, yet the connection there hasn't been stable or hasn't been in the way that you want to. So this is a matter of you showing up for yourself first, meaning loving yourself, enjoying yourself. You take yourself on a date, meaning go to a restaurant, go to a movie, whatever it is that you want to do. Um, The more that you can do that, the more that it will bring in the energy of someone. The other thing is, are you clear about what you would like to attract in terms of relationship? And this is where I suggest to people to write down the what what is it that you're looking for. Write those things down on a piece of paper, and um, keep that list. Add to the list because that helps to keep the focus of what is it that you wish to create and to manifest and to enjoy for yourself, for your life, according to what your needs are. And also, you know, sharing that love with a person who will be open to exchanging that same level of love with you. Does that make sense? Yes. And being gentle with yourself, be kind to yourself. It's not a race. This is something where it happens in its own divine timing. So it will happen for you this year, definitely. 
All right. Thank you very much. Thank You're you, welcome. Kimberly. Thanks Good luck. Calling. And we've got a couple more callers left. We're about 11 minutes before the show concludes today, and our next caller is going to be Felicia, and she's calling about her career. Go ahead, please. Hi. Hello, Felicia. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my question is about career. Um, currently, I am blessed to have a job, so I am thankful for that. But it's a lot of things going on with me with growth. I can feel it. I mean, I just feel like I'm just going to stand still with certain things. So I put an application in and my resume and took it for a position. Um, I might not have the same title, but I would do the same thing, type of work, but it would be less contracts. One contract focus on more what I need to do while I'm continuing to go to school. Do you see me uh, actually getting that job or that quality board interview at all? The answer I'm getting is yes. This is something to first and foremost be patient with yourself um, and continue to visualize this as well. You're a powerful manifester. This is where I also like to teach people about what's one, what is one thing that you can do for yourself. Um, it's writing the positive affirmations, prefacing it with okay. either the phrase I am or the phrase I have. In your case, I have, and then fill in the blank. And believe that, okay. see it, know it, feel it. And sometimes maybe it doesn't come from one employer, but it may come through as an offer from a different employer. So be open to that mm-hmm. as well. Being open to what is the universe going to bring to you that will work for you. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. You can do this. You. you can do this. You're very powerful with your abilities of manifesting. You focus really well. You're extremely powerful. And listen to your GPS, your gut's your gut, in your case, is definitely directing you in the right direction. So you're going to do it. You're going to make it. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. You're, yeah, you're welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you, Felicia. Have a great day, and congratulations early. Our next caller, and also our last call for the day, will be coming from Kita, and Kita's calling about life. Kita, welcome to the show. Go ahead, please. Hello. I just want to know. Hi, how are you? Great. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. I just wanted to know if things improve from job to career. Just, I'm just in a very space right now. Okay. So I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question, please? It was just a little bit muffled. Sure. I just wanted to know if things improve in the new year. Okay. Yes. Got it. So here's, so here's something positive for everybody for this year. This is a year where the planet Mars does not go retrograde the entire year. The reason I'm saying that is the planet Mars this past year has been messy. This past year, we had some major planets retrograde for months and months at a time. And we saw that play out in many different ways. For you, with this component, not being part of 2021, thank goodness, um, for you, you're going to begin to finally feel a little glimmer of hope here. Because what I'm seeing with you is 
from everything you went through this past year, you're just not feeling it for life in general at this place in time. Does that resonate with you? Yes. It's, it's been challenging, crunchy, hard, every word we want to say. So what, let me see here. One thing to help support you as well is listening to music. Again, this goes for everybody. Listening to music instantly changes our frequency. If there's one easy, simple way for all of us to raise our frequency, raise our mood, is to listen to music. So for you, this will work. I'm also seeing that you're going to incorporate a bit more exercise. If you can even get out and walk for 10 minutes every day or just do some simple stretching you know, inside of your home. I don't know what the weather inclements are where you're at. But for you, it's going to be a journey this year of you getting reconnected with you. Whatever you went through this past year, it feels like a bomb went off and you lost several parts and pieces of yourself. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And you are going to be taking this time, especially January through March until we hit springtime um, you're working within know that you're on track and you're going to be piecing yourself back together again this is a time for you to be within yourself just to go within um, in terms of other things working out for you such as work um, work does come about for you but in the state that you're in at present it's really important for you to take care of yourself right now just continue on with the self-care. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's really within you to decide to decide, you know, what to do about this because depression can be very, very, very traumatic. And just sending you some healing right now to help shift your energies right now. Um, and also just setting little goals, you know, do something different each day. Eleanor Roosevelt, she she loves sharing, do one thing each day that scares you. And what that does is we challenge ourselves to take a risk. That risk might simply be to walk outside and stand outside the front door for a couple of minutes. Whatever it is, do one thing each day to, you know, get yourself in a different space, even if it means I'm going to actually get out of bed today and sit in my living room, even if it's for 10 minutes. Do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah. yeah. It, it will improve one step at a time. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it will. It's up to you. And right now, it's okay right now to be within and to take this time. Because come, come June, it's like summertime for you. Come summertime, you're going to look back at this time and wonder, it, 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 this aspect of you, slightly irrelevant, irrelevant to who you're going to be six months from now. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. So you are evolving, my dear. This is good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Keita. Have a great day, and thanks for calling in today. Stephanie, we've got four minutes left. This is exciting. You know, um, I just want to thank everybody for listening, and I thank you, Gareth. And, you know, one thing I haven't shared is if you would like to get in touch with me for anything, please go to my website, 
whitelight.love, and we can visit things more in-depth if you like. And I highly recommend it. I do. So, again, my website is whitelight.love. Just go ahead and fill out the contact form, hit send, and we'll see what we can do to answer your questions, facilitate your healing, make things happen. Um, And just remember, you know, life is, I don't know about you guys, but life for me, it's like sometimes we hold ourselves to these unrealistic expectations. It's really important right now for all of us to be gentle with ourselves and to stay in the moment because all we really have is right here, right now, in this moment. This is life right here, right now. And if we can remind ourselves to stay present with ourselves and that all that we control we can control is just right here, right now. I hope that helps everybody. Stay here and listen to your music. Listen to the music. Dance to your music. What do you think, Garrett? I love your music too. Well, yes, but this show is not about me. This is about you helping others. So um, just a real quick programming note. We'll be back uh, later this week with Rated LGBT Radio with our host, Rob Watson. Uh, Next Sunday night, we'll have the Rebecca Fisk um, Psychic Next Door show at 8 p.m. Pacific time Sunday nights. And then we'll be back next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. with Stephanie's show. So we're excited about the lineup across the platform. And uh, just so much is going on and grateful that you've taken time to tune in today. And again, bitelight.love, Stephanie's website. Um, Stephanie, what are you going to do with the rest of your day? I have calls to take. I'm going to keep effecting positive change. Yes. Yes. Calls to take and also resting and taking in some nature. There we go. Everybody have a great day. Thank Thank you, you. Stephanie. Yeah, thank you.